This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're invited to take your seat. Take a seat. At the Warriors Roundtable. It's a three. In and out. Rebound. Payton out to Curry. Let's it fly. Three ball. Left corner pocket. Welcome to the table. On the exclusive home of your Golden State Warriors, 95-7 the game. Curry fires away, three ball, above the break. Here's Kevin Dana. Right there. And Gary St. What up, folks? Happy Tuesday evening. Welcome to Warriors Roundtable. Kevin Dana alongside Gary St. Jean. We want to hear from you, the listener, all hour long. We are taking your calls, 888-957-9570. Is Andrew Wiggins going to be an all-star? Does Draymond Green deserve MVP consideration like Quinn Snyder says he should? How hyped are you for Clay's return? We'll hit on all those topics. Want to hear from you on those topics and more again, 888-957-9570. And a reminder that the Warriors 2021-22 season is presented by Kaiser Permanente. But first, Gary Let's talk about the win last night over the Miami Heat, a very hobbled Miami Heat team. No Bam Adebayo. Unfortunately, Jimmy Butler going down with the ankle injury in the third quarter. They still hung tough. The Warriors won 115-108. to And, Gary, I want to start with the ball movement in that game. And the last two games, the win over Utah without Draymond Green, and then last night with Draymond Green, 39 assists. They are really playing some good team basketball right now. Well, I'll, I'll use another adjective. I'll call it uh, excellent ball movement. I, yeah. I, just, uh, I just marvel at what they're getting done. And, you know, it, it starts with Steve Kerr, you know, preaching good shot, great shot. You and I have chatted about that, that if I have a good shot and you're open next to me and you got a great shot, the ball doesn't even hesitate. It just moves. And you move the ball and you move people. And it's uh, it's the most unique style in the NBA. Nobody is playing uh, the NBA game like the Warriors are right now. And uh, that record goes all the way, way, way back of 39 assists back-to-back. And it speaks volumes. I mean, Draymond had 10 in the first half. Um, it, just tremendous. And, you know, Steph's shooting wasn't on, but he was moving the ball beautifully. And you had a bunch of other guys... Uh, you know, when, when I start to move it and you start to move it, it becomes infectious. And and it just, uh, the ball makes sweet music. It sings. And and I just love watching this. It, it's just, uh, I you know, the defense has been tremendous. Uh, the energy, the enthusiasm. Uh, 
But when they get the ball moving like this, uh, it's tough to beat. As you noted, Kev, Miami, an undermanned team. They they had a lot of guys out. They hung in there. What were they down, five or six when Butler went down? And, uh, you know, they gave a heck of an effort. But, again, you step up and win a a really solid home uh, win against a very good uh, opponent. It, the Miami Heat are a team to me. It, it feels like they could be out all five of their starters for an entire season and still find a way to finish like forty and forty-two. That's just the way they are. Well, you know, it's a team. There's a lot of similarities. There's a culture. Both franchises have created a culture. They both have tremendous uh, head coaches. Uh, Steve Kerr will be head coach of USA team. One of his assistants will be uh, Spolstra. And they both have great front offices. They both have great ownership. They have great leadership. You know, in Butler and Lowry, you look at the Warriors' nucleus with Andre and and Draymond and Clay and Steph and uh, Andre. I mean, and uh, Looney, and those are the veteran guys that are back. And you just look at it and you say there's a lot of similarities. Now they play a little bit more uh, different, but uh, a lot of respect uh, for Miami Heat. Again, we want to hear from you all hour long, 888-957-9570. Let's take it to line one where Coach Duran in Union City wants to talk about Wiggins and last night's win. Coach, what's going on? Hey, good evening, fellas. Warriors came through yesterday. That was stupendous and brilliant. Nice little win versus the Miami Heat. Uh, This year, I do think slightly the benefit of the doubt, Wiggins should be an all-star. He's been pretty solid and concrete. He's been consistent. I, I got to give the slight, barely a couple points edge to Wiggins for, for an all-star vote this year. Uh, go Warriors. Coach, thanks for the call. And Gary, this is this is the question, well, outside of when is Clay returning, and we'll get to yeah. Clay's return in a little bit, but is Andrew Wiggins an all-star? I'll pose that question to you. Well, let's, let's have some fun. Uh, All right. Let's let's go down south, and and you're gonna obviously uh, Booker and Paul will make it. Aiton's been out a number of games. Does he make it? If he makes it, then Wiggins definitely makes it. Now here's something you got to think about. In L.A., nobody's gonna make it from the Clippers. Correct? You don't think and, Paul George? No, he's been out for gosh sakes, I don't know, twenty games. It we'll have to look like and see how many games, games he's played. When, I mean, he plays he's played 25, 26 right now. It will be 20-plus games that he's missed when he returns yeah. at the end of January. So we can debate him, but there's only one guy on the Lakers. Anthony Davis is not going to make it. So that's another spot that's open. Do you take Dame Lillard? He's had a poor shooting year, and he's missed a lot of games. A lot of people think he'll get taken just out of respect. And then we keep going around these playoff teams. John Morant, to me, he's automatic. Um, Denver, the Joker's going to be the only guy there. Utah, uh, Mitchell. Does Gobert make it? Mm, I don't know. I think so. Probably so. 15 15 and 2 blocks. But you can see where I'm going. Yeah. I, I think he's got a heck of a chance to make it. I really, really do. If they continue to play this well, and individually he keeps playing like this, I I really think he's got an excellent chance to make it. 
Uh, so I was looking down the list of names, much like you were, Gary. And, and yes, I'm with you. Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, LeBron James, John Morant, for sure. Then you kind of go down Luka Doncic. He's not up to his potential, but still, yeah. he's 24, 8, and 9, basically. But Kev, you know what? He'll make it because of who he is. But he's yeah. missed 10 games. And, and the Warriors play them tomorrow night. And I'm going to give you the scouting report later tonight. Uh, okay. He's not playing terrific. He's putting up numbers, but he's not playing like Luka Doncic in the playoffs. That that that's very true. You 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 mentioned the Suns players, and if DeAndre is kind of that that question mark right there, he's got to be he's got to be top twelve basically in the Western Conference, and not to mention Steph and Draymond on his own team. I think it's going to be close. I think he's deserving of the All Star spot, but then. You, you look at a guy like Carl Anthony Towns, and yeah, the the Timberwolves are under oh, five hundred, but they're they're in the play in consideration. And he's twenty four and nine. Anthony Edwards is. I'm not saying that Anthony Edwards should get in over Andrew Wiggins, but he is putting up twenty two five three in his steal and a half, and is a guy who is contributing to much more winning than the Timberwolves are used to. It's going to be close. Is, is all I'm saying. I agree with you. You make a good case, but for me. Uh, more and more people are just talking about the importance of winning, and I'll give you I'll give you one of those two guys up in Minnesota, but not both. Okay. And yeah. so now you tally up what we got, and okay. boy, you're right. He's right there on the bubble. Uh, it, it's going to be really, really interesting. I think we've covered just about every team, and uh, hey, I, I mean, know. if you. All right, so I'm I'm going to number these players out right now steph curry one draymond green two yeah i'm not not saying necessarily in order just you got to get to 12 nikola Jokic three donovan mitchell four lebron james five luka Doncic six john morant seven chris paul eight devin booker nine carl anthony towns 10 damian lillard 11 that's 11 players already who probably have a good chance of being ahead of andrew wiggins andrew wiggins 12 and then you're looking at rudy gobert and hey i know he hasn't had a good year but he plays for the lakers and he's a former mvp russell westbrook with half of the fan vote could get his way into that conversation i'm not saying he's an all-star but you have to as a laker and Anthony Davis, too. I know you said, Gary, that he, he's not making it this year. But with the fan vote, it, that's another guy that he's going to be contending against. Well, I haven't had my dinner yet. And I don't <laughs> have my glass of wine in front of me. So I'm not going to get sick when you start talking about Westbrook. <laughs> hey, I'm not no saying way. he's an all-star. Hey, hey, listen, if he makes it, it's going to snow like heck here in Danville next week. Uh, there is no way he deserves to be on the all-star team. I, I, I am with you. I just, I can't, I can't even get out of the batter's box on that one. Davis, you know, I, I respect this, who he is as a player, but you got it. I think you named 13 guys and you didn't have Westbrook and Davis. And, you know, you're yeah. going to, people are going to get into debate about Lillard. Uh, he, he probably will make it because of who he is, but that's, you know, you could make a hard debate there, but I like your you really list. Really could, yeah. It, it like, and so it's going to go down to the wire. Is what we're saying, and hopefully, 
hopefully Andrew Wiggins is able to get into that top 12. Now, how it works, of course, the fan voting goes to the top for the starting five, and that's 50% of the vote. And then the, the coaches select. And, hey, if Steve Kerr is the head coach of one of those teams, I, I think Andrew Wiggins has a pretty good shot. Well, he does, and he hate to say it, but invariably, as we get closer to the game, somebody somebody's gets injured almost every year, and they've got to get a replacement in there. So it's almost like, you know, who are the top 13? And uh, I know this. I did it for a long time voting as a coach. Winning means something to the coaches. Uh, if, if two guys are even, uh, they're not going to take a guy who's really on a subpart team unless he's very special. You know, for a lot of years, I was up there with Mitch Richmond, and he made it every year. And it was just because he was a fabulous player. But uh, it, it's it's a group that really puts an emphasis on winning. So uh, I, I just, Kev, I, I just want to give praise to uh, to Wiggins. You know, I just yep. think being in this culture, being in this environment, uh, tip my hat to Bob Myers, bringing in Andre Iguodala, bringing in Porter. These are veteran guys, and Andre especially, leading the way, showing them how to be a pro, doing your work every single day, your mental preparation. Who are you playing against? What's your defensive assignments? Do you have a mismatch against a guy who's bigger than you that you can drive on? Uh, or do you have a guy that's like uh, lackadaisical and going to leave you open for corner threes? Um, you know, I, I just think he's grown uh, tremendously. And I think I can make, you know, not an all-star, but but boy, oh boy, have I been excited about watching Poole. Oh, he has been awesome. And we're going to talk about Poole on the other side of the break with his 32-point performance in the win over Miami coming off the bench, a, a role he's going to have to get used to when Clay Thompson returns. We'll talk about the Clay Thompson return as well on the other side of this break. But first, Dub Nation, it's all about the numbers this All-Star weekend. We've been talking about Wiggins. The Warriors have 96 total All-Star appearances in our 75-year history, including 16 combined appearances from members on the current team. Go to warriors.com slash Dub the vote today to get your favorite players into this year's All-Star Game. Dub the vote presented by Google Cloud. We'll be back after this break on Warriors Roundtable on 95.7 The Game. Each and every member of Dub Nation has a seat at this table. If everybody would please take your seats. The Warriors Roundtable has returned on 95.7 The Game. Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean. Cash Creek Casino Resort is starting the new year in a winning mood for 25 consecutive days. They're giving away unbelievable prizes to lucky Warriors fans like autographed team basketballs, autographed jerseys, gift cards, and more. To enter Cash Creek 25 Days of Winning, presented by Cash Creek Casino Resort, visit warriors.com slash 25 days. Kevin down alongside Gary St. Jean talking a little bit more about the win over Miami because we got to talk about Jordan Poole. Second game coming back from health and safety protocols. Second game off the bench this year. And man, was he electric. 32 points on 12 of 17. Also five assists. Five of nine from downtown. And after the game, this is what Steve Kerr had to say about how Poole has adjusted to his new role and how he performed against the Heat. 
Well, he's handled things beautifully coming off the bench and coming off a 10-day hostage situation in, in Boston. I, I would have gone crazy in you know, 10 days in my hotel room. So the fact that he stayed ready, he was working out in his room every day, you know, just trying to keep his conditioning and then to come, come back, rejoin the team and have his role change and to respond the way he has it's just amazing it shows you how much he's grown and matured and and what a good player he is gary this is just year three for jordan pool yeah he's a young guy and uh his, his first couple of years i got a little frustrated because with him because i thought his game was loose but again uh the word is that nobody spends more time in the practice facility than he does. He has a love of the game and a thirst to get better. And he's listening to the veteran guys. And, you know, to have a guy like Steve Kerr handle this situation perfect, you know, he comes back, you think, okay, well, maybe he'll start till Clay comes back. But no, they've already got him in this role coming off the bench and they're starting Peyton instead to get him comfortable with this. And, you know, a player senses when uh, there's a need for him to step up. And Steph uh, struggled to shoot the ball, and he's done this before where there's been a, a little lull in, in Steph's scoring, and he steps up in a big way. And uh, I've just been impressed because it's, it's, it's the, what I call three levels. It, it's the three ball, uh, the mid-range, and then taking it to the rack all the way. And he's... He's been superlative in, in all those areas. And, you know, he's, he's reading the defense. He's not a lot of young players are in a rush. He, he's reading the defense and he's taking what's given and he's creating for others. He's made a couple great passes, uh, especially last night. So uh, I think his effort on the defensive end is strong. And I, I love some comments today that, that he and Andre Iguodala uh, were making. Iguodala was talking about him and how on the road he likes to take him out for dinner and, and talk to him about uh, evaluating his game and talking about, okay, now what do you want to do in the next month? What do you want to do in the next six months? And then what do you want to do next year in long term? And uh, so he's getting guidance from, from wonderful people, and I think this really helps him grow. Definitely. And there's a really good article that I think you're alluding to that was written by Anthony Slater and Marcus Thompson of The Athletic that kind of goes into that kind of stuff, how the Warriors as an organization are are kind of bringing Jordan Poole along. You mentioned Andre Iguodala, how he's taken a liking to Jordan Poole. You know, they, they kind of detailed some of the back and forth that Jordan and Draymond Green will get into, but they're, they're, it's kind of done in a baseline of mutual respect for each other. Jordan Poole, he, he's, you know, I guess, as a rookie, you call him a precocious rook because, he, as you mentioned, he played a little loose. He would take some shots that you'd kind of scratch your head, but he had that confidence from day one, and then you combine that with the hard work. Bob Myers was on with the – Bonte and Joe Shasky earlier today on the morning roast talking about kind of how they have that tracking data, who gets into the gym, how often they're there, how many shots they're putting up, all that. And Jordan Poole is kind of winning all those metrics. So you, you combine the confidence, his hard work and the skill he has and, and, and the kind of the bounce, the underrated bounce that he has, you saw with the dunk over Omer Yurtsevin <laughs> last night. You put all that together, and you have a guy who could very well be in contention for most improved player of the year, and we'll see how he continues to play off the bench. 
and it would be more than half of the season, maybe a guy who gets a, a look for sixth man of the year if he continues to play like this when he's coming off the bench. Kev, I, I had no idea that he had that kind of hop. I really didn't. That that was impressive. And uh, you make a good point about that article and Andre talking to him about the sixth man, how Andre uh, had been a starter, and they asked him to come off the bench. And that was a key for this franchise, that he was willing to do that. Um, you know, as a young guy growing up in, in, in Massachusetts, uh, the Celtics, Red Arback started that six-man role. And he had a number of guys in that role. Uh, there was uh, Frank Ramsey. There was John Havlicek. Uh, even Nellie did it for a while. And uh, then when I went with Nellie to Milwaukee, we had a guy named Junior Bridgman, and uh, he talked about how he got ready when he went in the game. And Havlicek did the same thing. What they tried to do is get down the floor early. And if it wasn't a set play, to backpick, uh, meaning you sneak up behind uh, a guy, you backpick him and cause a chaos with the defense. You pick and pop. And that gives you physical contact and gets you open. Now, Steph has talked about this. He loves the back pick. One of the great guys that uh, that the Warriors have had over the years was Chris Mullen, usage of the back pick. And so Poole is going to get acclimated to this role, He and I think he's going to adjust beautifully. And it's because of guys like Andre who've been in this role that they can kind of guide him along in this. And uh, I, I think it's exciting because he's going to have a defined role on this team and, uh, you know, I, I, I just think him and him and Wiggins, uh, just this year, uh, they, they've got to be uh, given a lot of praise because they have played probably better than, uh, everybody saw in their crystal ball as they went into this year. And that's why this team has the record that it does. Jordan Poole has just made a big jump in year three, to your point, Gary, going from eight and change as a rookie to 12 points per game his second year and 18.1 this year with a move to the bench Gary how much would that affect his minutes he's at 30 minutes per game how much would you expect him to play minutes wise in a sixth man role well I I think they can get him close uh they do a great job with that uh Mike Brown is a wizard I, I don't know how they plan all of that and Steve nods his head and off they go with the plan about who's coming in when and that kind of thing. And obviously it's game to game with matchups, but I don't see any reason why he can't get close to there. Maybe it'll be 25, 27, maybe some nights it's more. Keep in mind that the Warriors are really locked in on Draymond and and Steph. They don't want them playing more than 33, maybe some nights 35. They don't want that. Uh, they're really locked in about uh, you know the whole season. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And uh, so with that, that in mind, as a coach, you're breaking down minutes and you say, okay, my guards, I got 96 minutes, 48 apiece. Um, you know, my small forwards, you know, I got 48 there and my other forward, that's, that's 96. How am I breaking up the five spot? And, and what's beautiful for this team is they have a lot of multi-position players. Uh, I don't think anybody looks better in the different roles that he's played as, in, than Otto Porter. 
All his career, Georgetown, Washington, he was a three. Here, with the changes in the NBA game, he's been a stretch four and sometimes a five, and he's blocking shots and rebounding. I've never seen him do this. And he's played terrific. So uh, they'll break it down, but I I think they'll get close. Uh, The guy whose minutes might go down a good amount because he's starting right now will be uh, Gary Payton uh, the second. because Clay will come in, and again with Clay, they're not going to give him 30 minutes right away. They're going to play him a segment in the first period, a segment in the third. They'll, I don't know if it's going to be eight minutes or whatever. And they're progressively going to build him up. They're not going to be uh, just throwing him in there for 30-plus minutes. Yeah, they say it's going to be like 18 potentially, and we'll get it yeah. more into Clay, like 18-ish to start and then ramp it up towards 30. Just one point to your Otto Porter rebounding point, which uh, I thought was a really good suggestion or a really good point you made, Gary. For his career, he averages around five minutes, uh, five rebounds per game in 26 minutes per contest. This year, it's five rebounds per game just about in 21 minutes per contest. So mm. he's rebounding at a higher rate this year. The Dub Nation, don't be cavalier about cheering on your dubs. Cleveland is coming to the Bay on January 9th. Join us live at Chase Center as the Warriors face the Cleveland Cavaliers presented by State Farm. All fans in attendance will get a free splash towel. Get your tickets now at warriors.com or call 888-GSW-HOOP. Representatives are standing by. And, of course, that could very well be, not set in stone, but it could very well be the return of one Clay Thompson. It has been 936 days since he's last played in an NBA game, and we will talk about Clay's impending return on the other side of this break on 95.7 The Game. Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean are holding court. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! At the Warriors Roundtable. You can't handle the truth! Curry, screen by Draymond Curry, gets free for three. Got it! On 95.7 The Game. Now back to Kevin Dana and Gary St. Jean. Welcome back to Warriors Roundtable. Let's take a look at some upcoming broadcasts presented by Ticketmaster. A two-game road trip awaits the dub starting tomorrow at Dallas, 4.30 p.m. tip time, 4 p.m. airtime on 95.7. The game followed by the back end of the back-to-back Thursday at New Orleans, 5 p.m. tip time on air with Tim Roy at 4.30. Then back home presented by State Farm Sunday, January 9th against the Cavaliers. 5.30 p.m. tip time, 5 p.m. on air on 95.7. Then back on the road Tuesday, January 11th at Memphis, 5 p.m. tip time, 4.30 air time. And then Thursday, January 13th at Milwaukee on 95.7. The game, 4.30 tip, 4 p.m. air time. And that road trip actually continues at Chicago the very next day. That is going to be a very Ooh. tough road trip. But, Gary, January 9th. Against Cleveland, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, could very well be the return of Clay Thompson. This is from his article on ESPN that was posted yesterday. There's optimism that Golden State Warriors guard Clay Thompson will make his return against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Sources told ESPN a final decision on Thompson's debut is expected to be made once the Warriors return from that back-to-back against Dallas and New Orleans. So on Friday, we could potentially know for sure 
if one Clay Thompson will be returning on Sunday against Cleveland? I thought it was kind of cool the way Clay was holding up his fingers, yeah. <laughs> giving you six days away. And uh, I got to share with you, the entire NBA is excited for Clay Thompson to come back. This guy is really respected and well-liked in the NBA. He just does his job, and he's a, he's a class guy, and uh, you just wish him nothing but the best. And you saw this week that they had a video of him making 24 straight threes. That stroke uh, didn't go away. Nope. And uh, the, the key is going to be on the defensive end how how dominant he could be because he guarded everybody on the perimeter uh, that was a quality player. So we'll see how his lateral mobility is and stamina and those kind of things, abilities to get around screens on uh, off the ball. Uh, and I just hope he, he he holds up really well. And if he can, you know, hey, this is no – everybody's thinking this. If he can be – what do you want to say, Kev? 70? 75, 80%, I don't know. This team's got a great shot. Uh, It's, it's, you know, boy, oh boy, I'm looking at Utah. I'm looking at Phoenix. I'm looking at Milwaukee. I'm looking at the Nets. If he comes back and is just a shade of his old self, watch out because this team will be, uh, have its experienced veteran winning championship players plus this bench that's been unbelievable. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it just feels special. Yeah, it certainly feels special. A bench that will get deeper with Jordan Poole being a full-time sixth man and whatever they do with the center spot with either Kevon Looney coming off the bench or James Wiseman coming off the bench. I mean, it is going to be exciting for sure. And Draymond Green recently saying, the world of basketball, the entire basketball world, is looking forward to seeing Clay returning. Well, they are. He, you know, he kind of he expressed it in perfect, uh, perfect form. I, you know, this guy Sunday, how, the ratings will be unbelievable. People, because people just love him. But how about being at the game and and the ovation that he's going to get? Uh, it it's going to be. You know, we've already been treated to. You know, Steph, uh, when he came back off the road trip with the record, and now now this is going to happen. And uh, the Warrior fans are smart, they're loyal, and uh, you know they they love their players, and they're they're going to give them a lot of love. There's no doubt about it. So there was a bright spot, I'd say, to as we kind of continue along with with Clay Thompson potentially returning. Denver, the Denver game got Knicks postponed to March 7th. The bright spot of that is that it allowed Clay Thompson to scrimmage <laughs> for the first time with Steph Curry and, and the first chance to play with Andrew Wiggins, and they've been on the same team for nearly two years. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Uh, here's Wiggins, and uh, he's probably looking around and saying, holy moly. I mean, now that Andre's come back, and you know, I, I think Looney right now, yeah, might be playing as well as he's ever played. Yes. And, you know, then you've got Clay, Steph, and Draymond, and you're like, you know, Wiggins is probably saying, wow. I mean, this this is this is amazing. Uh, so, you know, he's just soaking it all in and, uh, you know, come along for the ride. 
I got to ask you, Gary, going into that Thursday at Denver, three guys went into health and safety protocols for the Nuggets. That left them with seven available bodies plus four guys who were questionable. Was that a little bit of gamesmanship from the Nuggets to say, let's postpone this and not make those questionable guys probable and available to play? Well, I, I'm not going to tell you that that hasn't happened before in the NBA. I mean, it's it's a tough business. And if you can get any kind of an upper hand, you're going to do it. And maybe question people will question and you'd say, who, me? I wouldn't do that. <laughs> and, and even, you know, you're talking to the league and, you know, they're always on top of things. The league, the league has a pulse. Like when you, when before COVID, when you had, you want an injury exception and things like that, they would scrutinize you to the nth level to make sure you weren't pulling a fast one. And uh, so Draymond kind of <laughs> laid it out there, you know, just saying, hey, come on now, what's the rules? This is an advantage for them. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you know, maybe Denver gets gets it uh, straightened out because they got beat last night by Dallas. So, uh, so anyway, they've got a good team, and without Porter and Murray, they've done a good job. They've played a lot of road games. Uh, but with that said, you could make that case. I, I'm not going to be strongly opposed to what Draymond had to share. <laughs> because now it turns into an extended road trip. March yeah, 7th. I saw that. First, it was going to be you had at Minnesota on the first, at Dallas on the third, at the Lakers on the fifth, and then at home against the Clippers on the eighth. Now you work in that game at Denver on March seventh, and then you're back in Ooh. Denver on March tenth. So wow, that's that's a tough turnaround right there. Well, it is. You know, it, it reminds me of the old days. You know, we used to play three nights in a row, and a lot of times we'd play four and five nights. And you had no idea what city you were in. Uh, you know, it was it was amazing. You just uh, you just chugging along, trying to get through it. And you know, we used to call these days the dog days between the holidays and the All Star break. Uh, you're kind of just boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Here we go. And then when you get past the All Star break, in in I don't know, second or third week in February. Then you can see the finish line. You know, you you can feel, you know, April 10th coming and you're getting excited, you know, trying to get your game uh, to where you want it to be. But, uh, boy, that that's a tough stretch. But, you know, you, you can complain and all that kind of thing, but uh, everybody's got to play 82 unless and, you get canceled. But now they've yeah. supposedly <laughs> filled them all back in. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I imagine every team will get to 82 games one way or another. Let's look at game number 40, uh, 37 for Golden State tomorrow against the Mavericks. And Luka Doncic just returned to the lineup. Second game back was last night. You mentioned their win over the Denver Nuggets. He had 21 points, 8 rebounds, 15 assists, and 4 steals in his second game back from health and safety protocols. And you teased it earlier, Gary. So let's hear that scouting report on how to defend Luka Doncic. <laughs> Well, you, it, our, our our pals should know that my son Greg's an assistant coach with uh, yeah. Jason Kidd. So I was up uh, Wednesday to Saturday. I was up in Sacramento because they played there Wednesday and Friday. And Friday was Greg's birthday. So it was like a homecoming for me to go back up there. And the Kings people were tremendous to us. Uh, brought my grandson, William, and my daughter, Emily, and son-in-law, Patrick, and the uh, 
granddaughter Cassidy and, and MJ came and we just had the best time. And uh, for me, it was special to see old friends and old people that work there. And uh, I got, when you, it's a different feel when you watch a team in person. Now, Luca didn't play yet. This team um, got really a lot of criticism in the past for not being very good defensively. They're, uh, they are much, much better. Jason should really take a, a bow for this. They're in the top 10 over the last two, three weeks. Now, that's not to say they're going to shut down the, the warrior attack, but they've got a lot of wing players. Timmy Hardaway's son, uh, Bullock, and uh, Brunson is really, really playing well. Yes. He's, he's probably been uh, their best player. Now, Porzingis is in the protocol, so he will not play. And uh, the center position, uh, you know who's doing a heck of a job down there is, is Chris, uh, who the Warriors yes. had, and he had the broken leg last year. He's doing a good job down there. And so uh, I look at them, and they struggle to score because they're not a good shooting perimeter team. They struggle making threes. So uh, I just don't know if they can score enough uh, to beat the Warriors. Now, it's a special night because they're retiring Luca's number. I mean, uh, Nowitzki's uh, number, which is going to be fabulous. Uh, you know, 18 years, uh, fabulous career. And uh, But when you look at Luca, you, you're going to think I'm nuts. When you look at his line last night and you say, holy cow, he was terrific. He's not even close to being where he was. He's not in good physical shape. He's had a lingering ankle problem. Last night, he had, uh, I don't know, 14 assists, and he, he really delivered the ball, and sometimes he attacked the rim. I don't th- think he's found his stride as to when to look to score and when to give it up. He's passing up some good shot opportunities. I am going to say to you, Kev, he is one of the top, uh, one of the top five players in the entire league. And uh, what worries me a little bit about him he can get ball dominant. Now, what do I mean by that? He's got There's a little bit of Harden there when he was with the Rockets. And uh, when he was out uh, 10 games, I thought Dallas uh, did a good job moving the ball. Their assist numbers were very good. So it'll be a good road test. But uh, I, I think the Warriors, if they play a good game, can can get a win there. Yeah, The, the stuff with Luka this year and obviously not being in – game shape necessarily i mean you think about what he did with the slovenian national team in the olympics and there wasn't that big of a layoff now they lost in the first round last year but how much do you think that is a layover from having played in the olympics this summer and then not really having much of a chance to rest before then and then he kind of takes that break and then it's like oh he looks a little out of shape well we got to keep in mind he's 22 years old and uh I don't, I don't feel the real veteran leadership like the Warriors have. Uh, you know, Jason can talk till he's blue in the face, and he's trying. And uh, but to have an Andre Iguodala to mentor you means a lot to the Warrior young players. They they don't have that, and uh, so they're looking at ways. And you know, Luca, he he's a fabulous player. He's a great guy. His agent is Bill Duffy, who's you know Bay Area guy, Walnut Creek, a yep. fabulous guy, and and a great agent. And uh, so it's a maturity process. He's got to understand what it takes uh, to get his body in peak 
condition. And when he does that, to maximize his individual potential, but then he leads his team. And, uh, you know, when you're not in, in the best shape you want to be in, uh, there's slippage. Uh, and I think in time here, he'll, he'll get in really good shape. But uh, I, I, guess, I guess I'm kind of greedy because I love watching him play <laughs> when, he's, when he's in great shape. Because last year, what he did in the playoffs, holy moly, that was great stuff to watch. So tomorrow's game will be a treat to watch. It really will. Last year when they played in Dallas, one of the games that was an ABC primetime game, just an yeah. absolute classic. The the Mavericks won a nail-biter in that game. And then on Thursday, back into the back-to-back against the Pelicans, and kind of the biggest story with New Orleans wow. this year is the guy who hasn't been playing for them, the number one pick of 2019, Zion Williamson. And obviously at the time, he was the slam dump dunk number one pick but you gotta wonder how much the pelicans are going back and wishing oh i wish we had the number two pick that year yeah because you would have taken job morant yeah who who you can get an argument uh he's definitely an all-star and now people are starting to talk about him as an all pro and you know listing the point guards and all that kind of thing that that guy there boy he's really special now We've had some heavy guys like Charles Barkley who've been able to be the durability wasn't an issue. We've had other guys. Uh, we had John Hotplate Williams uh, back in the 80s that uh, he was a tremendous talent and he ate his way out of the league. And this young guy, I, I think he's a tremendous guy, but this injury, it's a lower extremity, so it's hard to get a lot of cardio work and uh, I don't know how his diet is, but he looks big again. And you're worried about him holding up. And uh, so there's frustration on his part, probably in the organization, probably with the fans. Uh, Ingram's been out. And uh, he's had, you know, some injuries. So that team, uh, you know, they, they're a disappointment. There isn't any doubt about it. They made some moves, and, and they haven't worked out well for them. And, uh, uh, you know, Willie Green is down there, former Warrior assistant, yep. great guy. And uh, so you hope they do well, but uh, that that's just hanging on you as to, you know, can this guy hold up? And, you know, then he's going to be a restricted free agent, and is he going to want to stay there? And so there's a lot, a lot of question marks with that franchise. Yeah, you you really do feel for Willie Green, not the ideal situation when your no. star player's out for the entire season. Also, a shout-out to former Santa Cruz Warriors head coach Casey Hill, who is oh, on that right. staff, the, the son of Bob Hill, former uh, longtime NBA head coach. Yes, sir. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned it, though, Gary. He can sign that rookie extension after this season. It would be 20, so 25% of the cap. It's somewhere in the range of five years and $181 million. That is a lot of money to invest in a guy that has missed more than half of the available games, but his talent is undeniable. What do you do if you're the Pelicans? Well, you don't have a lot of assets, and uh, I think you're almost backed in the corner to, to, to sign him. You know, when you're with a franchise that just look, and you've you got to accumulate great players. And if he stays healthy, there's no doubt about it. He he can be special. I mean, they've 
They've tried to run him at the point forward, and he's been successful at that. They put him on the box. He's been good there. He's got that quickness, that second jump that very few people have. And uh, you just you just hope like heck that the the bone is healing. Uh, it, it's you know those those are those are tough ones, and and you're pulling for the guy because we've seen a lot of guys you know with feet problem that uh, well no no bigger example say than Bill Walton uh yeah. back in the old days i mean it really shortened his career and uh it it's tough so that's what the warriors are looking at coming up at Dallas tomorrow night and at New Orleans on Thursday night 4:30 p.m. tip time tomorrow 5 p.m. tip time on Thursday you can listen to Tim Roy on the call for both of those games just as you can all year long on 957 the game that will do it for us tonight for Gary St. Jean a big thank you to Sam Lubman and Sterling Bennett I'm Kevin Dennis saying adios you've been listening to Warriors Roundtable on 95.7 The Game. Have a good evening, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.